we'll start first with discussing anger. I think maybe for most of us, this is the most obvious affliction. When anger arises, we suffer and other people suffer. And as a result of other people's suffering, it then returns to us. How do we suffer in the beginning? When a negative emotion arises, in reality, we're the first one to suffer. Physically, it's evident. What happens is the way we look at somebody changes, or the way we look changes. The way we speak, the tone of our voice changes. The posture of our body changes, gets tighter. As a result of this emotion, anger, it reflects in our body. It reflects in our speech, and naturally we feel the discomfort, and the discomfort that we feel emotionally. Especially if we harbor these angry emotions, they can really create a lot of unhappiness in our life, and they also can over long time can create physical problems. The state of our mind definitely affects the state of our health. When we were young, we used to say healthy body, healthy mind. Really, healthy mind, healthy body is also very important. And as long as we are involved in or holding on to or not letting go of this anger, what is happening it's going to steal our life force, it's going to steal our energy, and it's going to take away our happiness. And this is the same, in fact, for all of the negative emotions. And while we're indulging in, these, in this anger, or holding on to it, then not only is it affecting us, it's also affecting the people around us. The way we speak to other people is potentially not pleasant, the way we look at them is not pleasant, so they feel discom discomfort around us. If you go into a place, you can feel the environment. If everybody's happy, you feel more relaxed and happy. If it's very tense or people are arguing or shouting at each other, or they're just not happy with each other, you also sense it. So the people around you often also feel uncomfortable. And this anger affects our relationships. So it does affect the people around us. If we're often angry, then the people around us, either they become very defensive, and whenever you speak to them, they speak back very quickly, unhappily, because they're defensive. Maybe they are very stressed or anxious or fearful. And this also often doesn't help create healthy relationships or else people avoid you because you're often angry. Then when you want to go for a cup of coffee, suddenly everybody's busy. They don't have the time to be around. They've got other things to do. In the beginning, the first few times, people might accept the anger and be forgiving, but after a while, people get tired of it. And either they move away from you, or really they become more defensive around, around you. In the beginning of a relationship, you might say to your boyfriend or your girlfriend, oh, you're so sexy when you're angry. But after a couple of years and they're often angry, maybe you're not going to be thinking the same anymore. 
as a result of your anger, then you think, why are so many people around me so angry or so defensive or so on edge? You think it's a fault with everybody else, but in reality, it's due to your own anger. Or you find that maybe why people think, why are they so lonely? But they haven't thought about all the times that due to their anger, they've hurt other people. And now people really don't care to be around them so much. Sometimes it happens that people go to anger management and after a while they say, well, everybody is changing so much. Everybody's becoming a lot more warm and more pleasant and happy around me. How come is everybody changing so much? Sometimes it's not because everybody else is changing. It might be as a result because you are changing. What goes around comes around. And so if you often are speaking or acting or engaging with other people with anger, then it does come back. And the people that are always angry, they always find something to be angry about. The interesting thing in life is whatever we practice, we become better at. Maybe we are practicing dancing or we are practicing a sport or a language. Generally, through our practice, we become better. Similarly, for our emotions. The more we practice anger, the better we get at being angry. Maybe it's not the same thing we're angry about, but we find more and more things to be angry about. You see people with very strong habits of anger. They go to a place and for a few days they're happy and then they find something to be upset about, something that's not right, something that is dissatisfactory, something to complain about. And if we practice anger often, if we allow these angry thoughts to arise often, then there's more potential that we're going to say things or do things out of anger or revenge or blame. And then what happens is we create external enemies. Where do many of our external enemies arise from? Due to our actions, our speech, our thoughts of anger. Because of this anger, we've hurt other people, and as a result, they are unhappy, and maybe they want to seek revenge on us. They want justice. Or they might just be unhappy with us, and in the future, there might be some opportunities to do things with them, but they still have that recollection in their mind stream of the way you treated them, and maybe they're not so willing to do things with you. And if we act out of anger, what it does is it leaves a, an imprint in the mind stream of the other person or the other being. Just like if somebody treats us badly or unfairly, there's a possibility that we have a negative karmic seed or a negative imprint left in our mind stream of that person. If one's mind is full of anger and blame and revenge, where everyone goes, it's very easy to find enemies and to make enemies. Contrarily, if one is full of love and kindness and compassion, wherever you go, it's also very easy to make friends 